What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Backyard Buckets podcast. I'm here with another episode. Um, this one I'm just going to talk about quickly. I'm not going to try and go on 30 minutes here. I'll keep this to like a 10, 10 to 15 minute video uh, if I can actually stop talking. But uh, we're going to go off of um, one of my latest YouTube videos where I was kind of just discussing um, the journey of finding your role and whether this be on a new team um, or the same team year to year. Obviously, you know, rosters change every year. So every year there's an opportunity for you to either play a bigger role or a different role. So that's kind of just going to be the topic of this. And I'm just going to talk about the five main factors that I think, um, you know, players can really look to in order to find their role, right? Embrace the fact that they're going to have a new role, maximize that role, and then actively work to expand that role. So there's going to be five things that I think go along with this entire process. And it's not something that's you know, obviously set in stone, there's natural ways where you can just honestly naturally fall into a new role, right? Um, so it's nothing set in stone, but these are just the five main factors that I think um, really should be incorporated in terms of when you're starting from scratch. So number one would just be the fact that you need to accept where you were last year, right? So whether it's a new team, you were on a different team, or um, you're now going on to another team, accept where you were and now accept the fact that you're going to not start over so much but that the priorities of a new team are going to be different than your old one so what you did on your old team is not necessarily going to be what you um, are going to be asked to do on this new team or this new season right your role might change so for example if you were you know coming off the bench as a backup point guard last year your role might have just been to run the team don't turn the ball over um, you know play 10 to 15 minutes a game and just go in there and make sure nothing goes too wrong right but this year maybe uh, your starting point guard graduated and now you're stepping into the role of a starter Um, and that's a big time shift in terms of you're still on the same team you're still in the same system the coaching staff and everything but your your role is going to change uh a lot obviously from going from someone who's playing limited minutes to someone who's now a starter so number one just yeah being accepting the fact that you're going to have a new role um and then embracing it and getting excited for this new role right some players look down on it um you know they realize okay i did this last year and now my coach is asking me to do something completely different Uh, i don't know if i can handle that or they kind of look negatively on upon it right so or maybe you're an older player and you know that there's a really really good player coming in as a freshman and you're worried that that player is going to take your time and you're worried that you know your role might be limited this year you can't look at it um pessimistically right you got to be optimistic about every opportunity that you have and certain situations should motivate you right so again if you're that player who you know there's freshmen coming in who are talented who have been hyped up from high school you got to work extra hard that should be motivation for you to just you know work even harder than you did the previous summer or the offseason to ensure that that person's not going to be taking your spot right so accepting the fact that you're going to have a new role jesus my cat is going crazy over here and then also embracing and getting excited for a new role i know that if i was that backup point guard and i had the opportunity to take that starting point guard spot this year i would be so excited for that role nervous obviously too you know it's when you're stepping into bigger you got big shoes to fill right so when you're stepping into that role it's not going to be easy but it shouldn't be right nothing great ever comes easy so you're going to be the one that now has to run the team lead right and you might be asked to score a little more pass the ball you know rack up some more assist numbers all that so just being excited to get into that new role and then figuring out a plan right so now we have to figure out a way to create and take on that role so again you might be naturally gifted a new role whether that's you know if you're again same example if you're the backup now you're going to be becoming a starter but for some of us finding that role 
isn't really all that easy. There's a lot of players that kind of fit in the category of maybe they play multiple positions or, you know, they've never really had one thing that they've stood out at. They've kind of just been, you know, solid, just well-rounded player, but there's nothing that really makes them stand out, and that's hard for them because they're having trouble earning playing time because they don't have that one or two things that they're able to do better than everybody else. They're kind of just okay at everything. So if you're one of those players, this is going to be huge for you. You need to figure out a way to create a role for yourself. And you just doing the same thing over and over and over again every year and wondering why you're not playing, there's a reason, right? You're not, you have to serve a purpose. You have to be able to bring value. And of course, there's ways you can bring value from the bench and energy and all that. But at the end of the day, if you're in a competitive setting, you got to be able to help the team directly. You have to be able to contribute somehow. And that doesn't mean scoring points necessarily, right? That could be being the hustle player, being the kid that gets on the ground, gets every loose ball, is the first to the floor, because those are the type of plays that win games. Whether is, Are you a great rebounder? Can you become that, right? A lot of these skills are not naturally, you know, you're not just naturally a great rebounder. You have to develop that dog mentality, right? That's what people call it, right? To be able to get on the floor, be able to go get every single rebound. It's just something that you have to be conscious of. So I know for a fact, if I was somebody who, you know, just, I wasn't naturally a talented shooter or naturally, you know, had a great handle or faster. And I was looking for that, that little bit of separation that could give me just a couple more minutes in the game, a little bit more playing time, a little bit more trust from my coach. I would be looking at those little intangibles that uh, go a long way and they might not necessarily always show up on the stat sheet. But every day in practice, I'm going to make sure that my coach notices that I'm doing those two or three things. So again, that's going on the floor for loose balls. Maybe that's wanting to always guard the other team's best player, being a defensive stopper and, and embracing defense, right? More than the rest of my teammates, maybe. Um, that could also be, you know, just being a high energy player. You're going to be the one that comes off the bench, gets in the game and just, you know, raises the level of energy and the intensity of the team. And you have to make yourself known for that thing. So again, if you're not the shooter, if you're not, you know, a great playmaker or scorer, you, if you're going to be the one that's doing the, the intangible things again, like we just talked about, you have to make sure that it's noticed because unless you're getting noticed, it's going to be hard, right, for you to really break out into that role. And I don't think that you need to go out of your way to, you know, be talking about, oh, I do this, this, and this, right? But you should be, your actions on the floor, everybody should be taking note of them. And you need to go out of your way, right, to make sure that when you're on the floor, you're doing those things, and that's what you have your sights set on. So every day in practice, I got to make sure that I'm getting every rebound. The rebounds are mine. The loose balls are mine. And you have that, you have that role in your mind. And then after a while, you're naturally just going to become that player, right? And everyone's going to remember you as that player. That's what you're known for. This past year, uh, a girl named Paige Warfel on the Quinnipiac team, um, she was a great rebounder. And if you were to ask if you were to ask anybody on our team what's Paige's, you know, what's her game like, you would just say toughness and rebounding, right? She would grab every rebound. She would out-tough you. She was on the floor, and that's just what she became known for because she did it every day in practice, every single day. Not one day did she let up. She probably led the team in practice um, in, reboundings, in rebounding every single day in practice this year. So, um, again, it's something that... You have to earn by doing it, not just one day, right? You can't just do something one day. Oh, you had a great rebounding day today, Jen. But no, you got to do it every single day. So then once you, uh, you know, figure out what you want that role to be, and that's also going to be based on what team, you want, team you're on. What are they missing on that team? 
be observational. If you're joining a new program, let's say, and you don't really know too, too much about the team, figure out their system. What are they missing in that system? Are they missing somebody that knocks down open shots? Is that what they need right now? Do they need a knockdown shooter? Then I better get in the gym. And if I think that I have the capability to become a better shooter, I better be working on that every single day because I know if I attain this skill or the ability to do this, there's no way that I'm not going to get playing time, right? Because I've put in the work and I've proved it in practice day in and day out that I can be that shooter and that I can fill that role. So again, it's all obviously based on your situation, but you've got to use you know, your observations of just what you see when you're watching the team play, when you're practicing with them, and then also being able to realize what your coach values. Every coach values something different. So one coach might be a completely defensive-minded coach where you know, if you're not playing defense, you're out the game, and it doesn't matter really what you do on offense. If you're not going to play defense, it's going to be hard to earn minutes. So knowing that, what can you do on defense that's going to you know, impress the coach or help help the team on defense. Whereas there's some coaches who are more offensive minded, right? Again, if you can't shoot and the coach really values all five players on the floor being able to score, that's going to be tough for you. So you got to figure out a way to put the ball in the basket. And there's plenty of ways you can do this. Again, I just talked about just being observational when, when you're in pickup with them, if you're working out with them, then also just being direct and maybe it's mid-season and you still haven't developed a role. And by then, I don't know, sometimes it's too late. But it's never a bad idea to just go talk to the coach, right? But it's all about the tone and the message that you're sending when you're asking or when you're talking to a coach um, in terms of something like playing time. So don't go in there with, you know, I'm really upset. I'm not playing, blah, 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 blaming other people, this kind of thing. Um, with that kind of mentality, go with it with a team first mentality. So hey, coach, um, you know, I, I want to have a bigger role on the team. I want to be able to directly, you know, help out. What do you need from me right now? And what can I do to add value so that we, we continue to win? And it's also tough. If, you're, if your team has been winning a lot of games, it's also a little bit harder to have that conversation and not seem like you're coming from a selfish place. So it's, also, it's always time and place. But maybe if your team is really struggling to win, that's even a better conversation, and I think a coach would honestly appreciate that if they hear the tone and the way that you're asking um, and coming with them is, is coming from a place of team first, not me, 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 I want to roll, I want to score, I want to do this. It's what can I do for you? What can I do to help us? That kind of a, of a tone. So I think that's the best way to go about it, and then again, everyone's situation is different. Again, if your team is winning and you're 10-0 and 0 and everything's going great and you might not be you know, directly contributing right now, it might not be the best time to go and ask, right? You have to be team first, and it might just not be your year. Again, every year, it's a new team. You have a new opportunities, so that you also have to keep in mind. So now, once you figure out your role, you figure out what the team needs, and you know, you've kind of you've uh, grasped that role, everybody knows you for what you do. Uh, now you have to just continue to be the best at that role and to maximize your opportunities. So now this is your you should always be working to expand the role. So just because you might be the rebounder this year, you're the kid that grabs all the rebounds this year. Eventually, next year, you want to be able to grab the rebounds and then put them back for and ones, right? And expand your role. Don't just be content with being a shooter, right? Oh yeah, like I, I knock down open threes. That's what I do, and that's great. Keep doing that at the highest of at the highest level, but. In the next year, in the next coming year, I want you to be able to shot fake one dribble and be able to shoot off the dribble almost as well as you can shoot spot up. So you have to also be actively ex working to expand that role and growing into a more, to be a more well-rounded player. And that's the way that you always, it's a mindset, I think. So just don't be content with where you are now. Be, 
be excited to expand that role further, play a bigger role on your team, um, earn more minutes, just do more. Don't be satisfied because at the end of the day, if you're on a college team or even a competitive high school team, there's going to be kids that are going to come in and be able to do the same thing that you were doing last year for us. And if, if there's a new kid coming on the team who can rebound and finish with their left and right hand uh, in the paint off of a rebound and you can't and all you can do is rebound, you can't really finish that well, they're going to pass you by so you can't get content. So just when you think that you found that role and you know, you're doing well and you're, you're, you're excelling at where you're at, don't forget to keep pushing yourself and keep working um, on other areas because a well-rounded player who's great at not just one thing but maybe great at two or three things is going to go a long way and it's going to be really hard to beat them out if they're excelling in not just one area but they can do multiple things and that's what your goal should be as a player. It should never just be to be uh, a one, you know, a one-trick pony, so to say. So that's what I got for you guys in terms of finding your role, accepting it, embracing it, um, you know, developing it, and then just exactly like developing it to become something even more than what it is already. So if you're on a new team or you're, you know, just growing into a new role, you're going to be stepping up, um, taking over a point guard spot or even a shooting guard spot, anything. If you're in a new situation, don't be nervous. Be confident, but you also have to be putting in the work actively day in and day out to attain that role if you really, really want it and to believe in yourself that you can get it done and you can add value to the team. And that's the one thing that you guys got to remember when it comes to playing time is can you bring value to the team? What can you do for the team to help them win? What can you do for your coach, right? So have that conversation with your coach. Be observational in practice and workouts and figure out what can I do to separate myself from the rest of the pack. But that's going to be a short episode today just about finding your role. If you want to see, I kind of went on um, in my YouTube video about it, talked about a few different things as well. Uh, so go check that out on my YouTube channel. But I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, this is a really, really big topic that I think a lot of younger players and people who might be transitioning from high school to college um, really could use the advice on. So this is just my personal experience with everything. Obviously, everything's just my opinion, uh, but I've been through a lot of this stuff and I love talking about it. So let me know if you guys have any questions. Um, I'm happy to be here. Shoot me a DM on uh, Instagram, whatever, but hope you guys enjoyed the episode and I'll see you guys in the next one.